Good day and welcome to Outpouring from the Throne Room of God with Ty and Betsy Tice. My sweet wife has come up with another episode that I just love and I think you're going to enjoy it. It's very simply called, You Can Live a Life with No Regrets. Wouldn't that be a great thing? But God will show us how we can do that. My friend died. Although it is sad for the friends and family left behind, there are several positive things on which we can focus. One, to the best of my knowledge, she loved the Lord and is now rejoicing with Jesus' friends and loved ones in heaven. Two, I could recall that I had blessed her with my words and actions. I had no regrets regarding my interactions with my friends. So often we find that we have regrets because we don't do basically what God wants us to do. And we're going to look a little bit more closely at this. Our goal should be able to say this and all of our interactions with our friends and others a perfect example of this is the Good Samaritan. Jesus tells the story in Luke 10, 29-37. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him he passed by on the other side. Likewise a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the third day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, He who showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. Now something that I want to elaborate on a little here. Please note that the two that passed him by, one was a priest and one was a Levite. These were the iconoclasts of the Jewish people and yet they could not do a simple thing as to show mercy on someone who had been beaten. John Wesley expressed it this way, do all the good you can in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. Although it is possible to be perfect regarding our treatment of others, 
we often fall short of it, even after we are saved. I have fallen short of it either by saying hurtful things or neglecting to bless others with kind words or deeds, especially in response to kindness shown to me. I can recall some hurtful things I said to my parents and my wife. We must always build up and not tear down. As I used to tell my middle school students, it's a cold, cruel world out there. We must be nice to one another. And believe me, it was not very safe to be mean in my class. Especially in my younger days, I neglected to respond to kind letters written to me or write thank you notes for presents given to me out of a loving heart. In my biblical example, even the powerful disciple Peter was rebuked by Paul. Galatians 2, 11-14 Now when Peter had come to Antioch, I withstood him to his face because he was to be blamed. For before certain men came from James, he would eat with the Gentiles. But when they came, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing those who were of the circumcision. And the rest of the Jews also played the hypocrite with him, so that even Barnabas was carried away with their hypocrisy. But when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter before them all, If you, being a Jew, live in the manner of the Gentiles and not as the Jews, why do you compel the Gentiles to live as the Jews? The remedy from our gracious God and precious Jesus is always available to us. Our part is to confess. His part is to forgive, remove, and cleanse. As our advocate, Jesus stands ready, willing, and able to do this. 1 John 1, 5 through chapter 2, verse 3. This is the message which we have heard from him and declare unto you that God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. And if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his sons, cleanses us from all sins. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. My little children, these things I write to you, so that ye may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. 
and he himself is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the whole world. Now by this we know that we know him if we keep his commandments. We must forgive ourselves. Probably, I think, one of the hardest things in the world to do. It's easy to forgive others when they boo-boo, but when we do it, sometimes our own worst enemy is ourselves. Psalm 103, 8-14 says, The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in mercy. And he will not always strive with us, nor will he keep his anger forever. He has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. We must get close enough to him that the natural outcome of our hearts and lives will be to love our neighbor as ourself. 1 John 4, 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in him in love abides in God and God in him. We cannot do it ourselves. The hippies proved that in the 60s. Amen. <laughs> the cults proved that in the 70s. Absolutely. And continue to prove that. The world that is constantly at war proves that. Here is a verse to ponder. Acts 10, 38. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And here is a prayer. Lord, Please let me see myself and others through your loving eyes and speak and behave as you would towards myself and others. This is a time where we must say to ourselves, if I do what God wants me to do, if I show compassion on others, if I show his mercy, if I show his grace, to everyone that I come in contact, I will be fulfilling what you see the kids wear on their little bracelets with the WWJD, what would Jesus do? It's real easy, my friends. What would Jesus do? He would have compassion upon them. He would have mercy upon them. His grace would overflow all of their misdoings. How often we say, but Brother Tice, you don't understand what I've been through. I've been through so much. 
and it's hard to show grace and mercy to someone who has totally tried to destroy me. Hey, my friend, join the club. We've all been there. We've all been the butt of terrible situations and of accusations and false uh, accusations against us. What does what did Jesus tell us to do? Turn the other cheek. If they ask for a garment, give them your cloak also. Huh? Why should I show love? Because while we were yet in sin, Christ showed his love for us. And when we walk as he would walk, as we check ourselves each and every time that we want to give a mean response to somebody and instead show his loving kindness, then we can truly say as this podcast started out to be that you, my friend, with the help of the Lord Jesus Christ, can walk through life and in the end you can say, I have no regrets. God bless you and walk with him.